Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Jacob. And welcome to Rookie Rundown, the sports podcast for the casual fan. This week, we've got a lot of topics to cover, but we're going to start by discussing some updates on topics we've previously discussed. So let's go ahead and start with Grambling State. Yeah, Grambling State, the 51st state in the Union, little known fact actually, is the public university in Louisiana who hired former Baylor head football coach Art Bryles to be their offensive coordinator. If you don't remember us talking about this, go back, listen to our last episode. We talk a lot more about this in depth, but long story short. Not a good guy. Yeah, not at all. Terrible hire. They tried to hide it by announcing it while Ukraine was getting invaded. So, yeah. But But it didn't work for them. No. And they removed him from his position this week. In fact, the day after we released our episode on Monday, they removed him from his position. This was not a moral statement by any means. I don't want anybody to think like, oh, you know, they figured it out. They just succumbed to peer pressure. Yeah, he never should have been hired in the first place. So I have nothing to say to Grambling State. Yeah, me neither. Other than... Congratulations, you succumbed to peer pressure. Yeah. Well, what that's what college is really all about. That's tough. Uh, what's the MLB update, Jacob? Well, there is an update. The season officially has been pushed back. So the owners and the players failed to meet their deadline of February 28th for a new uh, collective bargaining agreement. So they have started to cancel games. Now, what's interesting about this situation and what somebody pointed out, in fact, one of the players pointed out, is that it's actually in Major League Baseball's best interest to cancel the games at the beginning of the season because they have the lowest attendance and do the lowest numbers. So, in fact, they're not as profitable as other games. Just some conspiracy stuff to throw in there. Huh, that's interesting. I would have never thought of that. Yeah. But anyways, the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred, is currently getting absolutely slammed because he was laughing when he announced that Major League Baseball season was getting canceled, uh, which is not funny to the people whose livelihood actually depends on there being a season, not just the players, but people at the stadium, like vendors and stuff. So what is the commissioner anyway? So the commissioner is the guy who's supposed to oversee the league and ensure that it operates smoothly. He kind of represents the owners. Oh, Uh, well, not a popular guy right now. No, but that's his job. I mean, his job is to be like the public punching bag so that all the owners don't get slammed like they deserve to be slammed, especially you, Bob Nutting. I hope you're listening to this, you cheap (laughs) SOB. Uh, Bob Nutting, for uh, fans who might not be familiar, is the owner of the Pirates. Yeah, and he's a cheapskate. Anyways, Rob Manfred does make $11 million a year to be a human punching bag. Frankly, I would take that. You know what? I would probably do it for cheaper, if we're being quite honest. Yeah, $11 million a year? <laughs> yeah. I think I'd do that for 100000 a year. So MLB, if you're looking for a scapegoat, I'm raising my hand right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. I think we both can do just as good a job at sucking and not doing anything for baseball as Rob Manfred does, and in fact, offer competitive salary. Yeah, so MLB for real, we're looking at you. Yeah, hit us up at a rookie rundown pod at gmail.com. So, Jacob, what's going on with the NFL? So, right now is the NFL Combine, which is basically the exhibition period for the collegiate players who want to enter the NFL draft. 
So there's all sorts of stuff going on. There's different athletic drills that happen. So most famously is the 40-yard dash, right, where they test an athlete's speed. But there's also stuff off the field. So teams can interview whichever players they want that are present so they can kind of get to know the players. And there's all sorts of weird questions that people ask. So it's like an interview on steroids. Yes. In fact, some of the players probably are interviewing on steroids. Wow. That's some conspiracy level stuff for you. Yeah. I don't really think so. I mean, they get tested, right? So theoretically, well, somebody's always coming up with a new way to cheat. So So what's the news about the combine? What are we seeing? So as we are recording, which is Thursday, the combine is going right now and we're seeing the 40-yard dash time start to come out and There have been some speed records set this year, um, fastest dash at 4.21 seconds in the 40-yard dash. Wow, that's fast. Yeah, super quick. So I'm sure we'll continue to see the results of this. Uh, Also, another headline would be that top quarterback prospect uh, from the University of Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett, has really small hands. I saw that, actually. I was very confused. Yeah, so his hands, when you measure it, from the end of his thumb to the end of his pinky, like the longest possible stretch in his hands. Like if you look at your hand and you're trying to stretch out your fingers, his distance is eight and a half inches. Oh my God. I think my hand might be bigger than that. Yeah, it's certainly close. So he has pretty small hands, but he played college ball in a really cold environment with really nasty weather. So I really don't think it's going to be that big of a deal because he's shown that he can do that well there's only one way to find out yeah and i think that this is just dumb in fact michael vick had eight and a half inch hands and all he was is one of the most athletic quarterbacks we've ever seen so right i think i saw the nfl in the news also for something about covid protocols yeah they removed all their covid protocols today oh wow how do the players feel about this? i'm sure the players are happy as anybody who has to be daily covid tested would be happy all right fair enough uh it is not fun to have the rod stuck up your nose no it's not so it's definitely interesting and i think it reflects a general feeling among experts that maybe we're actually moving out of this one can hope yeah one can hope huh another headline that i saw was minor league baseball and hockey teams are seeking covid relief from the government Minor league hockey and baseball depend on in-person fans. Unlike the professional versions of those teams, they aren't being broadcast on television. So well, when not there's, to the same extent. Not to the same extent. So when there's no one watching in the stadium, they are losing money. A survey that the minor league baseball teams conducted said that most teams saw a loss of around 91%. And a minor league hockey team, that Charlotte, the Charlotte Checkers, had to let go of 17 of their 25 front office staff. So these are some big effects that we're seeing. Yeah, and I mean, it's not a surprise when you think about those teams. You know, the tickets are cheap because they want to get people in there and buy food and, you know, have people there. That's how they generate the revenue. They're not making the millions of dollars from TV broadcast rights and stuff. No. So those minor league teams are hoping for federal aid to be passed next week. So the bill that's currently up for grabs it would give about $500 million to spread around those minor teams. If teams are owned by other NHL or MLB teams or professional teams, they are not eligible for this aid. 
and the teams that want that aid would have to prove that they had over a 50% loss in revenue. But that's not hard for independently owned teams right yeah, now. Yeah, I can't imagine it would be hard, especially if the survey among baseball teams was like 91%. Even if that's slightly inflated, I have to imagine it's well above 50 Yeah, and it is worth noting that, you know, the economy is not great right now. Um, but minor league games are usually cheap affordable things for you to do with your family. So um, the article I read, an economist was saying that minor league teams could really be good for Americans to go to when they don't have as much money coming in as they used to. You know, maybe they used to go to major league hockey games, but now they can't afford it. They might be able to afford minor league teams. Or they went to major league baseball games and there's no season this year. Uh, Absolutely. So hopefully the minor league teams get this COVID relief that they're hoping for so that they can stick around and be an affordable American hobby. Yeah, and uh, shout out to the Sugarland Space Cowboys, which is the local Houston minor league team. Maybe we'll have to get season tickets, Allie. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Anyways, the other big event now that the calendar is flipped to March. Allie, what is it? March Madness. I don't know what it is. And I know that it's in the month of March because it's in the name, but that's really all I know. Yeah, and it's madness. So I've heard. So there's actually like three iterations of March Madness, but the most popular one would be the NCAA, which is the National Collegiate Athletics Association, uh, their men's basketball national championship tournament. So it's called March Madness because it's in March and it's madness. So what makes it madness? Like what happens? So well, what happens first is each basketball conference in Division One, and there are thirty-two of them. Thirty-two conferences 32 or thirty-two conferences. Teams? Thirty-two conferences. That is insane. Have their co- end of year conference tournament. So all the teams get into the conference tournament that are eligible for postseason play. So some teams have been sanctioned and they can't compete, but then they all play, and whoever wins that tournament automatically gets a bid into the March Madness tournament. So is that where we're at now? Yeah, so the first of the conference tournaments are being played right now. And uh, we've seen a couple buzzer, well, a buzzer beater for sure. And I think we'll keep seeing exciting stuff because it is madness. There's games all the time and it's super fun. Now, I hear people talk about March Madness brackets, and I've participated in them, but I didn't know anything about basketball. I just picked which team names I liked the best. So what advice do you have for people who are making a bracket It might not be a big college basketball fan? Well, now I'm going to speak from my experience using the online ESPN Bracket Maker, where you get like to enter a pool and make multiple brackets. My advice would be, you make your first bracket, it probably has the higher-seeded teams winning every single game. You just do that and play the odds. There will be some upsets, but statistically speaking, the higher-seeded teams, like the one and the two seeds, will make it further in the tournament usually, so you'll get more points. That would be my number one advice. Um, you'll you know just play the odds. Like The committee who does all the seeding, statistically, they should get some of them right. Okay, so are there any teams that would be good for people to know if they're hearing talk about March Madness brackets around the office? Yeah, uh, definitely a team to look out for would be Baylor University. Uh, So Baylor won the NCAA tournament last year, 
And if there had been a season in 2000, well, there was a season in 2020, but the March Madness tournament got canceled because of COVID, they probably would have been a favorite to win the national tournament then too. So I would definitely consider having them in your final four, at least, and probably your national championship game. Uh, that's definitely a team to watch. Uh, Gonzaga, right, another really good program. I would put them going pretty far. Um, and Kansas is always a good choice to make it, as well as Kentucky and Duke. Those are real big schools and big names. Yeah, so those would be the names that would be good to watch for. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a lot of fun. The Sunday after the conference tournaments finish is called Selection Sunday. So that's when all the teams find out whether they made it. You get to see all the teams just you know rejoice because they have the opportunity to, to compete. When is Selection Sunday this year? So Selection Sunday is next Sunday. So not this Sunday the 6th, but uh, March 13th. Oh, that's coming up really fast. Yeah, and so... Well, all the 32 auto bids know they're getting in, but there's actually a 68-team field. So the other 36 bids, the teams get to find out you know, where they're playing because all the tournament locations are spread out across the country. So what you're saying is there could be tickets wherever our listeners are. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, you should look because the tickets for the first round are usually pretty cheap because they're in like professional arenas or call it like really big arenas. So... And there's just not as much appeal. And if teams are going to that location from far away, their fans are less likely to travel there because, like, it's a first-round game. It's not as big of a deal usually. So the tickets are usually pretty cheap. Good. We'll have to look out for that ourselves. Yeah, and you can see multiple games. So. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll have more March updates coming in the future. Yeah, we will. Definitely for our next three or four <laughs> podcasts, we'll be talking about it. Yeah, for sure. All right, for our final play segment, Jacob, what real-life skills would you add to the NFL Combine? So, man, this is this is a good one. I think an actual practical skill uh, would be to show your knowledge of basic accounting and mathematics because I think a lot of NFL players don't actually get the financial science behind the contracts that they are signing and where they're getting screwed out of money. Uh, so maybe this would not so much be a good test to have at the Combine, but more of a prep course. Yeah, that's true. I mean, NFL players make a lot of money, but if you don't know how to invest it or save it, um, it could be gone. Yeah, there's actually a really famous clip from the NFL where one of the Browns players uh, explains compounding interest to his teammates, and his teammates are blown away at like, well, like this is how my money makes money. Yeah. And I just, I think uh, financial literacy would be a good good thing to have. I think the real life skill I would add would be, I would want to see a, um, like a screen test because I've been to an NHL, National Hockey League game recently and an NBA League game recently. And I've seen NFL players all over commercials on TV and some of them are not good actors. Not all professional athletes are good actors. Yeah, maybe having an audition at the Combine so potential sponsors will know what they're looking for. That would actually be funny. Yeah, because some of these players might be really good on the field, but you don't want them to be the face of your brand. Yeah, no, but if you have the opportunity to see their Combine tape for auditioning. I mean, I'm just saying some of those guys need a, an acting lesson. The NHL and NBA ones were 
really bad. Yeah, especially <laughs> the NHL. Those guys, uh, they don't quite have the magnetic personality. No, I mean, I'm not asking for a lot here, but a little bit of enthusiasm can go a long way. Yeah, definitely. Some of them might need uh, acting coaches. Yeah, they definitely, they definitely need some coaching. Yeah, so uh, NFL, if you're listening, that's our recommendations. And we think it's a pretty good one. I think so, too. And uh, stay tuned for our next episode because we are going to the Houston Rodeo, so we will be doing a segment on rodeo sport. Yeehaw! Are you going to cut that part out, Jacob? No. (laughs) All right. Don't forget, new episodes are released on Monday and Friday mornings wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at Rookie underscore Rundown or on Facebook at Rookie Rundown Pod to find information about episodes and let us know what sports headlines we should talk about next. And don't forget to keep sports simple, stupid.